You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. And gentlemen, it it's another muchacho. week filled with hey, when you burp, do you say joy. excuse me or no? Ah, uh, claro. Oh, yeah. And you know what I love is that um, <laughs> cuando los escuincles, when they burp, even when they fart, wifey does call them on it. Hey. And they, oh, sorry. Excuse me. Pero yeah, definitivamente cuando se echan un ver. We were at dinner yesterday con los jefitos y el Jackie. Bleh. And they were like, excuse me, he's like, I'm not done yet. And it's a chotro. My boys, they're gassy, bro. pinches verbs at next level. And then like, excuse me. I was like, yeah, boy. At the end, that's oh, hilarious. That's man. awesome. It is awesome. Chicle, Enrique Lugo, Junior. What's Junior? I, just, I like throwing, I just throwing Junior on everything, bro. Nice. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, ¿y tú? Aquí, champion. You know, we, 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 we stay busy. We're drinking some beers right now, having a little taco, you know, yeah, relaxing. You ¿Cómo has estado? Yo bien. Dijo, no te he visto. Descansando. What's today? Today is Friday. Mm -hmm. I have not seen you since Sunday. 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 Oh, man. What did we Sunday. do Sunday? Sunday, we embarked upon a journey. <sighs> Your first with our little cycling team, our yeah, little bike what riding the club. hell? I thought we were going close. It, you know what? I got outvoted. I'm not gonna lie. I got outvoted. Yo quería ir algo cercano, you know, just go to Little Italy, hang out. Little did I know, Little Italy wasn't even the halfway mark of where no. we were going. We went from Chula Vista, Third Avenue, all the way up to La Joya, dog. We went to UCSD. <laughs> UCSD. Hey, you know what? The way there was awesome, though. It felt good. You were pushing it. Was it. Exciting. Yeah, I, we got there. But what happened on the way back? Well, well. <laughs> the 22 miles kicked in, and, you know, I wasn't ready for that. I'd never ridden a bike for that long of a Pero distance. Pero tú corres, güey. You're a runner. You're, it's different. You're a sprinter. What I was telling uh, Danny was that on the way there, I was kind of checking my posture, my grip. Like, all these things when you run, like, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. But on a bike, it's, it's a whole different thing. And the stamina and, and like the the conditioning, I think I had. That's why I made it. That remains the like same. I didn't get sick or anything like that or have to quit. Mm -mm. But somebody did quit. Mean, it doesn't mean I wasn't tired or feeling it. Somebody did quit. <laughs> so I think like a a third into the ride back, like when we hit, I think once we passed Mission Bay is when it when it hit me. Mission like Bay. My, on the way back from Mission Bay? On the way back, because I remember we got to a light, and I stepped off the bike, and my legs started shaking. And I was like, oh, man, I'm feeling it now. So by the time we, we got to the pit stop, I felt like, okay, I, like, I need to eat something and, and get some fluids in. And then after that, I felt good. Yeah. But definitely, I was tired, man. I was so tired. when we Once we passed Petco, you know, and I think someone dropped their phone. I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to keep going. Because I knew if I stopped, it's going to be harder for me to keep going. And so I just maintained my little pace. Yeah. And made it back. That's all that matters. Now I know hey, I could do it. We all got back in one piece. Yeah. So 
for those of you who are interested in joining this venture, cada domingo, every Sunday, 7 in the morning, here mm-hmm. at the brewery, we, uh, we meet up at 3 Punk, 3rd Avenue, 259 Chula Vista, 259 3rd Avenue in Chula Vista. We meet up around 7-ish, because I'm usually running late, mm-hmm. and then we leave around 7.30 after everyone's rallied and getting ready. And then normally our trips are easy, bro. Not to Normally our trips are from here to Coronado, which is not too bad. It's like 20, 25 miles. Uh, here to IB to the pier. Here to Barrio Logan for some coffee, hanging out. Here yeah. to uh, on the Little Italy lately. And then normally or, or east side, we go to Bonita, Otay Lakes. They're easy, you know, under 30 miles. Total. And we went from here. Well, All the way you see 40 is 50 miles, bro. It's 48.6. 40-something. 40 48.6, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't drive that far without getting tired, let alone riding a cycle, man. Yeah, my, butt, my butt still hurts. A little bit? A little bit. Did you wear pad? The, no, I didn't even know. That's a thing, but That bro. was like the first thing I was asked when I got here. Uh-huh. Oh, do you have the shorts? No. Oh, when you yeah. run, do you Vaseline your nipples? No. Do you what? put tape on your nipples? No. Because I've ran some shits where they're like, hey, wey, ponte, ponte un curita en el pin en la shishi, doggy. ¿Por qué, wey? Dog, you're, you're well, running you, and it's going to rub on your nipple. But I, I think it, so it's the same thing, right? Like you wear the appropriate attire. And if you're wearing anything that has cotton in it, your nips are going to bleed. You know, so you need the Vaseline or like the areola. Areola. Uh, sticker or, or band-aid you know uh-huh. um but if you're wearing polyester and like anything that's sweat wicking that's that's tight you'll be fine so like on sunday when i showed up and they asked me <laughs> hey you got the shorts with the padding no okay <laughs> no. Te va like i knew that but no, or now i know well you're a fucking g you're a trooper bro you made it from here to ucsd Hell on yeah. one day one yeah day one and probably only because I run. I yeah. think if I didn't run, I wouldn't have made it. There's well, no way. I'm not going to call out people, pero el cuñado. <laughs> pero el pinche cuñado. And I, I, one, his bicycle is horrible. This, la bicicleta is like, it was not meant for this kind of ride. Well, someone told him you guys were doing trail trail ride. I don't know who told him that. Ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody tell him that. Ain't nobody tell him we were doing a trail ride. We, uh... Well, I invited him, and I'm happy, and I'm responsible for him. So I, I was like, you know, I was like hanging back, like, "Are you good? Oh, I'm good, I'm good." And then, like, when we would get to like a stoplight or something, he would swing yeah, and like pedal fast, and he'd catch ass, up, man. and I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm right here, guys." I'm like, "All right, cool, you good? Yeah. Like, I'm good, I'm good." Yeah, somewhere before we got to the halfway point, he stopped. He's like, "I can't, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out here." Now that like, cool, whatever you know. This, the the thing about us riding bikes is not a race; it's not a competition. We bust each other's balls, but. You know, everything we do, we bust shoulders, but that's just yeah. how we get down. Yeah. So first your butt hurts, bro. And then today. And yeah. then today. What happened today to you, bro? Well, you know what? Check it out. Every morning this week, we went out to the beach. We try to go out at 7 a.m. Um, early morning, you know, beat the crowds, which is a weekday. So not too many people, but right around 9, you see more people c- cruising out. Um, and today, like all week long, the kids bring their boogies and get, catch some waves and they're small enough for the kids to, to ride. You know, I tried it. I scraped my knees cause obviously the water is not deep enough for my 180 pounds. I'm not this six foot guy. I don't know. E, um, I've been seeing this cat, this, this gentleman, he walks up, 
goes out into the water, swims back and forth, and then walks in. I imagine he must live like down the street, right? Because he just shows up with his little towel, goes in, goes out, and yeah. gone. His daily swim. So every day I'm like, man, like I'm going to do that. Because I usually go in and I'll, I'll duck under some waves and then pop back out. And today I went out a little further and I told the kids, hey, stay right here. I'm going to go swimming. I went, I swam, you know, and then I, I was I was coming back in. You know how you're swimming? And again, the, I don't go too deep. And I don't imagine I'm probably like in three to four feet of water. I come out, I take a step, and I felt like a little pinched. I was like, oh, shit, like a little crab got me or something. I was yeah, like, wait, no. Nah. Someone had told me about stingrays, right? And I'm like, all right, I don't know what it is, but I was like, oh, it's like that. I felt something. And so I told the kids, I was like, hey, you know what? I think something bit me. Like, we got to go. And then we walk out of the water. And as soon as I step out, I see all kinds of blood. I was like, oh, well, shoot. Te desmayaste. Casi. Casi, casi. And then I was like, Wait, what right. beach? What beach did you say? We go to Coronado. I'm going to let you finish your story, but oh. then I'm going to drop some, some fourth knowledge. grade insight. Go yeah, ahead. yes. Proceed. And so then we walk out, you know, and we're getting our stuff. I saw the lifeguards. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ask them, see what it is. And then um, the guy looked at it. He's like, yeah, you got stingray, hot water, whoop de woo Where do you live? Okay, cool. Like, you'll make it home. <laughs> and so then we went home, um, and I put it in hot water. At first, like, nothing, right? But then, like, probably 45 minutes after it happened, Man, my foot starts throbbing and I see it swelling up. And I was like, oh man. And, but like two hours after, yeah, to me calmo. I kept my foot in hot water. I kept, you know, re upping, re refreshing the hot water. Um, and then it was perfect. And now it's like nothing. It's still a little swollen and like tender where I got stabbed. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like back to normal. Yeah, so I have a coworker though. He got stung. And man, it's been five weeks and his ankle's still swollen, he told me. Because I texted him this morning. Way. A stingray. But I think I think what happened is I got like a, a a little like, hey, watch out. You're on notice. I think he got like you in my full hood, blast. Boy. Like you, in my you just hood. invaded me. Here you go. Steve Irwin, dog. When he was, I don't know where he was. Yeah, pero, homeboy. Pero yeah, dude, he got big, big. But that was a big boy, sí. too. Filotero style, still American. Sí, me, no, ese sí le se la metió con todo. Sí, a micro, I just got like a little beep. You're in my hood, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. It was cool. Bro. Nice experience. Bro. You're from the South Bay. Mm -hmm. You've been to Silver Strand before. Yeah. In fourth grade, a mí me dijeron. I was told. Boys, girls, yeah. when you're on the beach, make sure you do the Silver Strand shuffle. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? No, you, you know, you do that on the way out, right? In, out, all around. How do you shuffle when you're putting your foot down for the first time, though? O sea, cuando pisas, como si un patinete, chan. You know, you, you walk, you lean into it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you That's lean, the thing, though, because it was funny. The wrong like, way. <laughs> I, I posted, I posted it. You put it on Instagram already? Like, <laughs> like five or six people were like, oh, the shuffle, oh, the shuffle, oh, the shuffle, like mm -hmm. eight. And I was like, man, like, I know about the shuffle. Obviously not, fool. <laughs> How do you shuffle when you just swam and you put your foot down for the very first time? Like, there's nothing you could do. Shuffle. <laughs> you don't need two feet to shuffle, bro. You're in water. You did it. El primero de más, he does it. Como? That's the sound of a shuffle. <laughs> I wish. Oh, I wish. It, look, 
I wish people could have been there so they could see what happened. All right. Um, so you failed the happened. first part. It happened. You didn't shuffle. No, we shuffle in. Did somebody hardcore. pee on your foot? Hell no. That's what? the thing. I I hear growing up, I always heard that, right? Mm -hmm. I heard the shuffle, and then if it happens, you pee on you it. <laughs> You're what kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny because I asked the other homeboy, we had asked him when he showed us his ankle. And because he was out surfing, mm. so I don't know what, like how it happened with him. Um, it was probably his first foot down too. I don't Jesus know. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think I think he might have left his foot in dangling in his bait that bad, right? <laughs> um, but he was like, "Yeah, like the whole pain thing is a, uh, it's not real. It's it's a myth." No, so I was like, I don't know. What kind of pee was on his? The the uh, American pee or Mexican? The pee? lifeguard said hot water. Uh -huh. I did hot water. Pee is hot and. I'm fine now. P works both ways. Disinfectant, bro, is disinfectant, and then it kind of minimizes the pain because you forget about the pain because like, goddamn, somebody just peed on my foot. You're like, shit, somebody peed on my foot. So it is a joke. No, no, say away. I mean, I've never gotten peed. On I think that's what I was thinking. That's more of a mental thing because you're like, oh, I peed on it, so now it's gonna be good. And then it's <laughs> good. <laughs> Kelly, what the fuck is wrong with you? One time, my wifey and I were on vacation. We we're in Cabo San Lucas, and I. <sighs> I don't think it was our honeymoon. I think we were just like one of our one of our anniversaries. One of our 15 anniversaries coming up. 15 años. And um, we were in Cabo San Lucas. We were doing the kayak under Los Arcos, you know, where the where uh, Pacific meets uh, El, El Sea Cortez. So it gets nasty. The, the, the ocean and the, and the sea meet, the waves. Las olas están dándose en la madre. They're colliding. We're in the kayak. A fucking jellyfish jumps mm. on the kayak, bro, and bites me they on the do thigh. I don't know. Because <laughs> this little bitch did, and he was blue. It was a little blue jellyfish, bro. And um, I want to say it's because I think wifey was vomiting. She was puking. It was it was rough waters, you, a bro. A jellyfish flew out of the water. Wait. I preface this by saying the, <laughs> the waves are like crashing into each other. So we're in there. So it was violent. The waves were violent. And then a little blue, wait, it was a little blue animal that stung me in my thigh damn man, and it was because an wifey puked all over the kayak because she's like i don't feel good. And i was like hey wait like well good thing it's a jellyfish and not a shark you're looking like a foreigner here bro like <laughs> keep it together you know and yeah i think her her uh, spew uh attracted a jellyfish because wow. i'm in jellyfish and it stung me and then like a, another wave came and just washed it away i was like yo well were you on a kayak a little kayak a little kayak Chiquito way, like a two-seater kayak, and we were just cruising, cruising the Sea of Cortez. And then because it, it gets nasty, like you see the you see the ocean, the Pacific, meeting with the Sea of Cortez, and it just goes <laughs> and they're like, guys, like, don't go over there. It's like, bitch, my wife is puking. Like, I, I don't know how to not go over there, you know? Yeah. It was fun, but the sea. And then what happened? Oh, did I, you pee on it? Nah, bro. That shit. <laughs> I don't get to let nobody pee on me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> nah, it's the ocean is scary. Everybody always talks yeah. about, oh, we got to go into outer space. and da, 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 da. Bro, there's a lot of stuff under the ocean that probably freaks everyone out. Hell That's yeah. where the real aliens the deep are. Deep sea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you. I, we haven't talked, right? We haven't done a, a nice little podcast. We've had a lot of things go on. Uh, you know, I mean, for me personally, it's just been a lot of work. Yeah. You know, a, a, lot of, a lot of this, a lot of that. But what about you? I like catching up with your stories. Uh, just that, man. Trying to sort of enjoy a summer break i'm learning in my role there is there's not much of a summer like you just roll into the next year summer school uh we plan a summer bridge for new students 
Um, so a lot of that and trying to get back into making art designs and stuff, you know, but I don't know. It's been a weird time, man. Like, you know, hearing that things are, the numbers are rising again. And I guess it's just a weird time. We are in a, the epicenter. Yeah. We are in the heart of one of the, uh, the most infected areas in Southern California, bro. Yeah. It's in El Valle Imperial. So out in Imperial Valley. And then it's here, like in the Southern San Diego area. In California. Yeah. yeah. It's like, holy and shit. In California. Na- neighbors dude. in Arizona. Dude. That's what happens when you right don't now, shut it down. It's crazier than when we were all really worried about it. Exactly. And I feel like people have now like taken a step back and like, ah, ni pelo, dog. You know, I, f- I feel good. You feel good. Okay, cool. Let's handle it. Yeah. We've been pretty safe. I mean, we, we we podcast at a, a nice little social distance. Plus, I don't go anywhere, bro. Yeah. Yo no salgo en ningún lado. I go to work at UPS, and when I'm at work, I have, there ain't nobody around me. Ain't nobody around me. And then I get home with my family. Yeah. But we're still, um, my abuelita, ya tiene, ya tiene sus añitos, tiene 92 años, my granny. And uh, when we go visit, yeah, she stays in her room. Like, we, you know, like we, we finally started going into my parents' house. We've gotten to the point, it's like, all right, you know what? I ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. Everyone's yeah. good. Like, See, I haven't, we haven't done that. Like we visit my my parents every Sunday, and but we hang out in the backyard and we don't even try to use a bathroom. Like we just outside. And, and everyone else does like the little fist bump, but I don't even feel comfortable doing that. My parents are a little older, you know, and I, I just get really worried. There's and and I think line. mostly because it, it's like you never know, right? Like you could be a carrier and not have symptoms or feel sick or anything. And I don't go out too much, but like I go out, you know, like once a week when I come here or like I've gone to like the the shop and done things. So it's not like I'm in contact with anybody, but I don't know. It's just... It's weird, like right? Because you don't know. There's no. There's nothing that can say you have it or you don't. Yeah, I mean, the, a test. I mean, go get tested. But even even that, like, I've been reading that the the accuracy of the test is so low that there's a lot of negatives out there that may or may not be true. Ugh. Like I, I just read that the <laughs> other day. And fin, like, bottom line. I don't think anybody knows dick about this no. virus, bro. The and then, like, and you know, yes, was it yesterday or two days ago, the president said something about, or this week he said that either schools reopen or he's going to pull federal funding. And how does that that, make you that's feel? just crazy because we don't, we don't have a handle on nothing right now. And he's willing to put adults and children at risk. You know, and I think as we see what's happening, mostly the adults, los profesores, los, los, but even the kids, because the kids, the kids catch it or the kids bring it, and then what are they, what's going to happen? They're going to spread it at home, right? Or a kid's going to catch it and then take it to his or her house. That would be like a wildfire to school, right? Bro. Exactly. And so I, I, I agree, the adults even more so, right? Especially those adults that are uh, fifty and older or are compromised immune systems, whatever. Right, right. I think just as a whole, because you you don't know who has it, and and even like uh, there was a, a thing in Arizona, like three teachers that were teaching in the same classroom got sick. One of them died. Ugh. Right, and so I I think there's so many examples already of 
shit that's happening and is going not well, not positive. Like, why would you do this? When what do you there, think the motive schools, is? ¿Qué es el motivo? Why is well, he doing this? It, I think it's hard, right? Because part of it is, I know there's a lot of parents who can't go to work because they have young children, right? So even if they have to, like, they can't afford childcare, they can't, they don't have no one to leave their kids with. So I totally get that, right? So I think there's a pressure from, like, an economic standpoint. People need to work. People yeah. have bills to pay. But I think it's what we said from the very beginning, man. Like, the, the, the people upstairs need to step up and say, you know what? No mortgages, no yeah. rents. Here's some extra cash for everybody or here's food. Do something. Yeah. Because if we, if we keep prolonging this, it's only going to get It's never worse. ending. Never you know? ending. Mira, here, locally, California, we were the model state, Chicle. People, people looked upon us like, oh, you know what, California, they're doing it the right way. They shut down. They closed bars. They closed restaurants. Non-essential this. And we were good. Our numbers were low. But as soon as Gavin Newsom, like said, or the, the, the governor, he was like, we're going to open up again, you know, but be patient. Don't overwhelm. There's regulations. It's like almost people just heard we're going to reopen. And sas, that, that switch was flipped inside of their head. It was like, all right, cool. Everything's good to go. Vamanos. Yeah. You know, and now we are legitimately the worst state, yeah. bro. And, and I think it's because we didn't shut down completely. And I think that's. That's the problem. See, si. is you can't have like some that go out and some that don't, because then you're still spreading it. If we close down for a month, like shut it all down, bro. Shut it all down where you just go to essential, essential, essential places. You know, like grocery stores, uh, doctors' visits, whatever is legitimately essential to survive. A month, you wipe it out for as much as possible and kind of get us back to where we were when it was in control. Yeah. Cause as soon as you allow people that freedom and, and like in everything else in life, as soon as you give people an inch, they ain't giving oh, it back. Here we go. Yeah. It, it's, it's gone. It's like, yeah. And I feel like, especially with, with restaurants and bars and us being in like America's finest city, being all nice and beautiful and right on the, sh the ocean, ocean front beaches. It's like, mm -hmm. we're beautiful down here, man. You, you you can't give us a taste of that and then all of a sudden just retract it and bring it back. It's like, nah, that's not how it's going to work. And I'm in no way an expert, but I do feel, I do feel bad for like the, the, the leaders of our, our state, you know, like they, they got yeah. a lot of responsibility. They got what? They got a fiscal responsibility, you know, no. to maintain the, the economy and make sure small businesses are up and running. And to an extent, that's the only reason these businesses are open. Not necessarily because they're deemed like an essential, but no, it's like, you know to. what? We got, we got to let these fucking businesses operate. If these businesses aren't operating, they're going to close. And there's already a shit ton of businesses closing, man. Big yeah. ones, you know, like chain, large chains are, of, of businesses are, are shutting down. So it's like, all right. We're gonna let this industry open. We're gonna let it. We're gonna we're gonna impose a lot of regulations, a lot of rules. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. There's hoops. You gotta jump through. Do whatever. But we gotta let them breathe. We gotta let them operate and maintain stability so they can remain open and and and, and survive. But then the other side, the, the yin to the yang, is like yeah. we're compromising people's health. I do wonder though, could and maybe it's too like extreme, but could you pump the brakes on everything? Right, like like pause, put pause, hit pause a todo. From the credit to like the banks to everyone, 
So like no yes. one, no one's losing money, right? Like everyone's on pause. No one's making. No one's losing. Yeah, bro. Can that happen? Yes. Yes. For the longest time, we were told we can't do this because there's no funds. We can't do that because we don't have a budget for it. Well, guess what happened? As soon as everything shut down, all of a sudden everybody started getting money. You know, yeah. our unemployment benefits, like everything kicked in beautifully to cover everyone in California. You know, um, yes, there's a means to do that. Everyone's it's going to hurt. You know, we're, we're eventually going to have to pay it all back. But in order to survive, yeah. you kind of when I wonder if we if we would have to, though, because I think if, if it's just across the board, everything hits pause and like it's not that we have to pay it back. You just pick up where you left off. Right. And I think businesses are closing because business owners not only have their business expenses, but they have their personal expenses, too. Right. And I think that's the the hard part that no matter what, like we were just talking about this outside on Third Avenue. There's a, the trophy spot, the the event halls. Like, what do those people do? Like, you can reopen it all you want, but if they can't hold events or there's no nothing to make trophies for, then what? You know, like, yeah. like, so they, they're just shit out of luck because of the type of business that they got into. Like, I feel like that's the part that's messed up, right? Like, how do we, and, and I think that's like going back to what you said, the, the leaders are in a, a really tough they're in a predicament, predicament because sure. there's no, there's no playbook for this has never this happened to us. 1918 was the right? last thing this happened, bro. Like, okay. The Spanish flu. Yeah. There's no playbook for a 1918 pandemic right it's like oh crap i think it goes back to something we talked about early on too is is how do we as a community rally for the small businesses you know and and i mean we talked about fundraising but then how do you figure out who you give money to but i think what i've been seeing more and more of is people stepping up and you know like buying things from those businesses or, or supporting them in some way even like buying gift cards from a business right like something that will get them by right now and then maybe you cash in later or you don't you know but i think that's where we need to i feel like as a community like like yeah like if you care so much there's other ways like you don't have to go out and be out and be seen and be posting to be supporting if that's what you're about you know if we really care about the small businesses because that's that's another thing too this week i saw some uh, individuals that received small business loans that were in the millions. Go ahead. I was like, wait, what? Like, if those are small businesses, and what did it? What was like our, our little coffee shop? Well, we were online for almost five hours just to get ten thousand dollars. They make it and a maybe hassle. get it. They make it a hassle, right? And here are these folks that are are worth millions already. Them as individuals, meaning they have well funded. They have something. And they still got federal funding in the form of a small business loans in the excess of $350,000, you know, as a small business. Some of really? the president's family, bro, Jerry Kushner wow. got money. You know, some of the, the cabin, those guys got money. Like, that's crazy. That's nuts. You know, those that's, are small businesses. Like, what does that make us? Yeah. Microscopic, non-existent, <laughs> like we don't amoebas, even, bacterias. Right? We're you know? nowhere to Not be seen. Yeah, at all. So that was kind of heartbreaking to see. But also, again, to what we talked about last week, you know, getting involved and, and making sure that that more of us see what's going on and how we can 
we can make a change. Well, quick update. You know? where, where, where are we with that? Where, where are you as it relates to the um, So I went ahead and uh, applied. I got an email today saying my application was received. They'll be reviewing them. And I think in the next week or so, I'll find out. The official timeline is not till November, though, mm-hmm. of when, like, by then they have to have made the announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in the meantime, is the the application was crazy. It's like forty something like pages, pages. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a little stressful to fill it out. So I think, and that's what the email said. We're gonna review it, make sure you're not missing anything, or or we have any questions. Um, so we'll see. You know, hope hopefully I and can And yours get is in. for the actual city of San Diego or yeah. como le es onda? So city of San Diego redistricting commission, nine representatives, one, I believe it's one from each uh, district. district. So that's crazy. And my district has the most applications with 12. Uh, so pr- really proud of that. Um, so I think regardless, we'll be well represented. Hell Yeah. Um, I heard that in Chula Vista, though they need more. Well, uh, so as more of, color, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So aside from that, they need just need more more representatives. Yeah. So as of I think it was Wednesday this week, something like five applications have been submitted as a no whole. Way. Anyway, yeah. So I've been getting a lot of hardcore press. You know, like hey, where well, they're full court press, like hey, get on it, bro, get on, get it. on it. And I said, yeah. all right, cool. You know what? I just secured my letter of recommendation. Hell yeah. And um, God, did you need to get a letter of rec? I had to have references. Okay. I had to have three references. So I'm going to get the letter of recommendation. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I had a, I went to dinner at my parents' house. To look, my parents looked after the kids. We had to run some errands. And um, I broke it to them. I broke it to everybody when we went to pick them up. They said, hey, saben qué? I'm thinking of um, joining uh, the redistricting committee. And, you know, and it's, oh, well, I... I as in, and in anything that I've ever done, I my the first inclination is always, pero por qué? No, pushback, 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 <laughs> which I like, you know, because yeah. it, it legitimately makes me take a step back and be like, oh shit, am I doing the right thing? You know, am I, am I doing something that is of value? And when I get all that push up, pushback, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing something of value because my family doesn't want me to do it. Nobody yeah. around me wants me to do it, which means it's going to be uncomfortable, which means it's going to be something that I'm, I'm going to have to uh, give that extra foie, a little bit extra, foie. that foie. Um, and yeah, and my mom, I told her, she's like, oh, well, you know what? It takes a lot of time or stress. You know, you, you, you got, you got a lot of weight on your shoulders already, Miko. And I said, I know, I know. Wifey was like, I don't know when you're going to find the time. I mean, de por si, ya estás, you know, thin lining with everything. You get a little here, a little there. And my sister was like, oh, it's a controversy. My sister, my brother-in-law, the one who didn't finish the bike ride. Sus. <laughs> um, <laughs> was like, ah, oh, it's controversial. Um, it's a no-win situation. Going to be a lot of heat on the people who are involved just because of the way it is. And then, yeah, I was like, uh, my dad, para todo el jefito. Ya, vete a dormir, mijo. Ya, descansa, mijo. Vete a dormir. Like, he's always, he's always trying to get me to get to sleep. Always trying to, yeah. always trying to, like, just, just rest up, bro. Like, you got a family and that's what it's told me. Mira, tus niños. I was like, oh, you homeboy. He's always, he's always, he's always cheering on me. He's like, yeah, you, you, keep, you, can, you keep working hard like this. You ain't going to be around much longer. You're going to have somebody else raise your kids. And I'm like, oh. and I get, I get the motivation yeah. behind that. You know, I, I, I get it, but do they, I'm in do a they conundrum. Know, I, I imagine the answer is yes, but do they know like your plan of grinding it out for the next few years yeah. and then being able to step back? They're, they're all fully aware, but yeah. And I'm not 
I'm not any different than any like than you or anybody else who has the same grind. You work, you have a family, you have a, a small business that you're trying to relaunch and get off the ground and get it going. And now you're you know you're you're very involved in your community. Everyone I know does the same thing. Everyone I know probably gets the same a pushback from their family or at least like yeah. a heart to heart. Like, hey, piensa lo bien. Yeah. I mean, this might not be it. Um, and honestly, I'm almost gonna weasel out and and do Parks and Rec, bro. I looked at the Parks and Rec one. It's you meet like at least once a month, yeah. and, and you know, and that's that's um, the mayor, and then an, another person involved. Uh, Gabriel Gutierrez is involved in the in the county here in the city of, of San Diego and the Chilvisa. He's like, yo, bro, like if you want to throw your hat in the ring, this is the one to start off with and kind of get an understanding. Yeah. And, but then I don't know what happened because halfway through the conversation, he was like, nah, bro, do the redistricting one. Do the redistricting. And I was well, like, why? But it's different, right? Because the, the Parks and Rec, like we have a, well, we had a Parks and Rec council for Paradise Hills. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um something to do with funding. There was something that happened up in North County where they misused some Fundage, funding yep. um, and it kind of ruined it for everybody. Um, but we were going to that once a month, you know, and it, it's, it's good. It's informative. You learn the structure. You learn the for, the format. You, you, como siempre te digo, well, you, you know, learn what's going on. Yeah, you got to right? learn the rules. You hear the things that are happening. You hear of, of ideas. Where's or, the money being know, allocated, you know? Like, Multi-use. Uh, parks that are being proposed, things like that. Um, but I think with the other one, is is it is. I I feel like it, it is gonna be something more intense. Yeah, because you're but budgeting it, funds. But it's like a, it's a short term thing. Yeah. You know, like it's not a commission that works every You're month. Right. Yeah, it's it's for a set period. You figure out where the lines are gonna be drawn, either redrawn or kept the same. Where money's gonna be allocated. And, and I feel like budget. that's where we need to get involved because then, you know, like I think in in my district we have a really good thing going where where we're organizing and a lot of the groups are starting to collaborate. At least in the last, I would say three to four years, you know, and and I think making sure that we strengthen that and not lose any of that, you know, because if, if if the lines are redrawn in a way where we lose some of that for our district, and, and you know, like I think those are the things that matter, you know, and seeing like where where does it make sense to keep the district, you know, to expand or shrink? I don't know. Um, so I'm curious. I'm excited to see. I honestly, I feel like I don't have enough uh, qualifications to to make it in, uh -huh, uh -huh. after reading the application and all of that um i know i have some support but i think it is more like it definitely felt more like a political yeah, thing for sure you know, it is. the background checks and like credit and all of this stuff i was like oh shoot like am i doing the right thing and i feel like we talked a lot about this too of you know why not us you know why not change the voice that's in there you know, because maybe that's what it takes, too, for things to be different is not having the same type of people going every time, you know. And I think in in the redistricting commission thing, it's a volunteer, right? And and I feel like that's the hurdle that we need to g jump over soon is more of us being able to, quote, unquote, volunteer our time, right? Because, like, we come from working class families that, you know, grind it out six to six or, or whatever, 
right? Like we don't have time for that. It's and, at a premium. And, and it's kind of like what your pops is telling you too. You know, you have time, like use it to go home and rest, be with your family, right? Like we value that. And, and, and I value it too. And mm. thank you for not saying, I think but <laughs> we, we need to also value our voice and, and our power and our strength because we like, if you look at this, the demographics, like we're overwhelmingly the majority. We're not a minority, you know? But we so act how like how do, how do we, we act like a minority? Exactly. Because we're, we're in that we're mentality yeah. of, and I don't think it's a, a thing we say explicitly, but I, I don't think we see ourselves in that, in that room. We don't see ourselves at that table because none of us have ever been there. And none of us have ever talked about what happens in that room, you know, and how do we get into that room, right? How do we get into that conversation about- well, it's, it's, it's levels. First get into the oh, yeah. room, then get into the conversation, then take over and then be like, all right, now what? This is, and that's what the guy told me. He, Gabriel was like, because he was like, no, no, you know what? It is a controversial position. It, it is this. It is that. Yeah. But do it. Throw your head into the, re, the, the redistricting committee. And I was like- oh. Neta is like, why, bro? That just seems like something that he's like, you're a leader and people will follow you. And I was like, Ugh. all the way to UCSD. Yeah, like, <laughs> 48 <laughs> miles um, later, man, I couldn't even sit. I couldn't even sit on Monday. Every time I sat down, I was out. And my kids and Selena were just cracking up bro, every time. <laughs> we went on a Sunday. Yeah. It was like a five hour ride. Oh, just five hours. Right, right, roughly, roughly. Yeah. But we stopped for pints. We stopped for this. We stopped for that. I had a flat tire. Yeah, things happen. Yeah, you know, it's a ride. I think you planned that flat tire, though. That was <laughs> good, man. You should plan <laughs> one on the way back, though. <laughs> and you know what? I was tired, but I already knew. I was like, you know what? I got to be up at 1230 because I work at one yeah. in the morning on Monday. You know? Yeah, I felt bad, man. Another dog. Because yeah. I got home. I passed out. Uh, I woke up at 2. Mm -hmm. And saw that you were at work. I was like, dang. One in the morning, was I was at work and my legs were heavy, bro. Yeah. My legs were heavy. I remember getting home. I was like, hey, wait, no manches. Like, they feel like noodles. I'm walking on noodles yeah. right now. Hey, you know, you know, you, you just take a little, a little coquito, a little rum drink, and you know, you just oh, pop okay. some, some vitamins. Yeah. I felt good. Yeah. I felt good. But how long can I feel good like that, man? Oh. I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep burning it at both ends. No. Yeah. Well, you know what I think for me, I, I, I think I want to say that when I agreed to going on the ride, I didn't know that it was to UCSD. Ignorance is bliss, brother. But I think once I found out, I know for sure I didn't tell Selena I was all the way to UCSD because she probably would have said, no, you can't go um, or would have given me a hard time. Yeah. But it was one of those we weeks to the where, same woman? <laughs> where I had to do that, you know, for myself because the last couple of years, right before my birthday, either I've done a marathon or like this year we were going to do the, the, um, the Spartan race, you know, something to kind of push yourself. And at some point the ride became more of that, like, especially on the way back, more of a spiritual thing of like in my own head, trying to get like, get through it, level up you know, and, and, and push through something almost like, I feel like for me, it is like almost reinventing yourself, you know, and realizing how much you can do building a better you. Yeah. But oh. it's like you, you break yourself down to that point of like, damn, like, I don't know if I Foundation can do it. break. And then you like Bit push through and, and to like writing with everybody, you know, a few people would slow down. Hey, how you doing? Are you cool? Okay. Boom. And they would take off. 
you know, always checking in. I think I mean, that, we're not, that's we're important not dickheads. too. Yeah, we're not dickheads. We're, there's a there's guys in the group that are fast. Yeah, like oh, they, I saw that. Getting el callo, they 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 know how to ride a cycle. You know, like and it sounds silly. Oh, you don't know how to ride a bike. It's like no, it's different, it's, bro. It's true. It's a, it's a different knowing how to like cycle ride. I yeah. know how to ride a bike. I don't know how to fuck around with them gears and make sure I'm in the right gear. And it's yeah. like. So when I, I mean, like, you, your chain kept popping off. Yeah, I, don't I was know doing what you were thing. doing. I was doing the wrong thing. <laughs> and then uh, Gus would keep coming up to me. He's like, "Bro, the the, the gear you're in, no man, you're, you're working like twice as hard as everyone else just to like keep pace." It's like I don't know any better. Like this is the only thing I know. So yeah, it's like I can't get out of this. Gear. I can't because if I get out, my chain's gonna pop, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that was a a plus that I had never ridden that distance, but I had ridden distance before and, and familiar with my bike so I, I at least knew how to shift gears and early on on the ride i was asking you know danny and 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 profe of like what gear are you in and you know and they were telling me so i think that helped a lot too but definitely there was a point that it didn't matter what gear i was in it's not either happening. i felt like i was falling way back or i just couldn't i just couldn't pedal anymore is the reality <laughs> well on the you way know? back Tradition now is that we stop at a, in, in Little Italy, and that's crazy. Just saying that because now yeah. we stop in Little Italy on the way back. Normally, Little Italy was the destination. You know, yeah. that's as far as we would go. We come back. That's like twenty-five to thirty mile round trip going up and down the streets. But now it's like uh, for shits and giggles, let's 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 have a pint here at a at the at the Princess Pub in Little Italy. Compita, no te voy a mentiras. I looked over at you, man, and you had a look on your face. You were doing stretches. You were standing up. You yeah. were trying to like, get your calves out. I was like, Damn. I can feel it. I can feel it. El compita chicle, he's, he's, he's suffering right now. <laughs> I wasn't suffering, but I knew, I think I've done enough to know when my body's like at that level, right? So I wasn't in any pain or anything like that, but I knew. You knew it was coming. It was coming. And, and um, who was it? I think Christian told me like, dude, like. Like, don't sit for too long because then it's going to be hard to get yeah. back on. And that's when I started stretching. Once he said that, I was like, yeah, I better up, up, up. start mm. like bending a little bit before I stiffen up and ne not next be able to ride. Join us with some beers because you didn't even have a beer with us, did you? I had one. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I was stressing out seeing so many people out there yeah. with no masks. And like, I honestly, I broke out, man. Like yeah. when I stress out, I break out and I was stressing. Little Italy seems. I think when you saw me suffering, I was suffering. So let me let me correct myself. I was suffering because I saw so many people out. And I was like, like fuck, like this is the problem. There was a you lot know, of people out people there. People like, I don't mind you going out. Go out, have fun, enjoy yourself responsibly. But like, protect yourself too, and and the rest of us, because you don't know who might have it. You know, and we don't know that you don't have it. So like, come on. Like, there's so many cool masks. Three Punk Kale has like <laughs> so eight many, different masks that, so that are dope. Cool you know, every small business you support has a dope mask that you can buy and help them stay in business. Wow. So buy it and wear it. Take a picture with that. Take a selfie I with the gonna mask. I ain't going to lie to you. Little Italy had no masks. Nah, nah. Not even dog. <laughs> There was Man. a so we were at the pub and fortunately they sat us all in the corner. You know, sorry, Selena, I didn't tell you this. Damn it, 
Yeah, you're gonna rap me out yeah. too. Because every time we no, take no, a picture, no, every time we take a picture, like, hey guys, make sure you put on your mask. <laughs> I know, dude. I sent her the picture at UCSD. Uh, I'm proud. Like, uh, damn, she's gonna be like, that's my man. Wait, your mask. <laughs> that's all she said. Yeah. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Ooh, Everyone else bro, is. I'm telling you, we're oh, married. Man. We're married to the same <laughs> woman. Um, today here at the brewery, we released a beer, the El Santiago. It's our water San Diego. San Diego. It's our watermelon seltzer, and uh, I was kind of under a time crunch because I've been trying to. Uh, I just been fucking busy, bro. Like ridiculously busy, more so than ever, and then or more so than the usual. Pero I I posted earlier in the week that we'd be releasing this beer on Friday, so I had to can it. I had to, I had to make sure it was all canned. So I I, I put a favor in with the the Emo Brown Club. I said, hey, guys, who's available to come in, come through, get some of these cans uh, set up, wrapped up, filled, and ready to to sell and push, distribute, or just sell to go. Fortunately, three of the dudes came through. And we knocked them all out. And I was like, yeah, let me take a picture. You know, and I sent it to wifey. And I said, oh, look, everybody showed up to help me to, to help to package the beer. It was all good, la, la, la. I sent her the picture, all proud. First mm-hmm. response. Get the pasa, man. Where's everyone's mask? Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. I retook that picture. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. But it was like, I mean, we're, we're in all honesty, we, we were at a nice distance from each other. We're de- but we are indoors. We're indoors. But um, yeah, man, she calls me out every time I do anything like that. Like if I'm out and I do, yeah. where's your mask? Boom. Oh, what's going on? Mm, er, 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 well, even like, for this, Selena was like, where are you guys recording? I live in the same place. Like, you're not doing it outdoors? I'm like, well, it's not set up for that yet. Um, but, I, you know, I tell her, like... Ladies and gentlemen, this is our last it, podcast. The wives are going to cancel it. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, like, I know sometimes I, I think to her, it comes across as, like, I don't take it serious and all that. And um, part of the reason that I embraced that ride last week was that that the day before I had found out that a childhood friend um, passed away from COVID that that last Monday. And I was telling her that when I found out, you know, I was getting down on my ribs and all that. Um, like it, it, it hit me, like it hit me hard because this was a, a dude in Tijuana who, from what I hear, was taking care of, of himself. You know, and I don't, I feel like I don't know him anymore because it was when we were kids, like we, he he grew up, or he lived right across the street from my grandma's house. So every every weekend we were over there, basketball, like all the things, right? Yep. But it's one of those things like hearing that he passed away and 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 knowing what life is like on the other side of the border, it, it just I don't know. It was hard for me, you know. And 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 so I was telling her that of like, look, I needed to do this on Sunday, like from myself, because I have a lot of things going through my head. And it's not that I don't take it seriously. I think for me, sometimes I forget the mask. Like yeah. I, I pull it down and I'm talking. You know, I, it's not that I don't care. It's not that I'm not, you know, taking it seriously. It's just like I genuinely, like, a 41 I don't do year it on habit purpose. is hard to break. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and we have to be more mindful of it. And I'm going to say 95% of the time I'm on point with it. You know, I know. Yeah. But I mean, it's sometimes those 5%, I'm like, oh crap. Ah, well, I'm with Chicle. You know, ah, you yeah. know what? I wear my homie guys, and I'm like, and then I think back, like, I don't know who Chica hangs out with. I know, Jesus Christ, I'm here <laughs> trying to be the re- <laughs> districting committee. Who knows how many hands he's shaking? Well, lucky for you, go ahead. 
I see you. I probably like honestly, since this whole thing started, I I probably only seen you and like a couple people that came to my, our house and in the driveway. Mm -mm. That's it. Mm -mm. Like other than that, you know, a couple times that I had to go to school and only saw a handful of people. And that's why I was telling Selena, I was like, look, like, like, yeah, I, I go out, like, but like she has to go to work, you know, and I know she sees her coworkers and, and I think similar to you, yeah. like they all have their own area. So they're away from people. I was like, but like, like, think about it. Like we don't go out. We don't go to public spaces. We don't do anything. And that's what I was saying on Sunday. I was stressing out because that was my first time being out like that dude and then true. seeing others i was like oh my god this is crazy the saving grace we were outside yeah outside and in the corner yeah like, like legitimately like your boy couldn't we were in the back it's like oh mexicans go ahead and oh, sit over I there i didn't even think about it <laughs> we're away from the bro we were we were in the backpack. Like, I feel like they created a whole new space where I was like, mm -hmm. oh, you guys go over there. <laughs> Your brother-in-law told them yeah. who was coming. Well, it was a good thing. Well, here's another <laughs> recap. El cuñado, el compita Sean, he stopped, mm, he stopped about 80% on the way up, one way. So mathematically speaking, 20, he only did 40% of the ride. He turned back and he says, like, hey, I'm going to stop at the Princess Pub. Do you want me to, like, get you guys a seat? I was like, yeah, like, get us a, a seat, order some food, get us some pints. So we made him pay. He, he, he bought a lot of pints. I feel bad for that. I got to Venmo him a little bit of money. But. Oh, yeah. I need It was outdoors. Nah, yeah. And by the way, by just by all the all the conversation and, 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 and everything that's been coming out lately, they're really making it seem like outdoors, it's. If you're outdoors, it's ridiculously difficult to get anything, just the way the wind is blowing and the droplets this. But then I think back, it's like, these motherfuckers don't know, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I I really think, like, the experts, they're just, they don't know either. Nobody Which knows. makes it scary. Exactly. I heard on a podcast or a news clip today that there's a new side effect from people that have had the COVID and um, they've recovered. It's like some sort of brain yeah, disease, like absolutely. yeah, like an issue that happens to your 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 neural system, you know. And this 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 woman, this lady, went had the COVID, quarantine, tip top shape allegedly, um, obviously survived, and then she came back full health, recovered, mm -hmm. and then like a, a month or two later, she started having like hallucinations and she's never had that before she's yeah. like something about like she started seeing lions and in oh, her in her living room and her husband's like yo like oh, like whoa. becky bajale de huevo. like what's what's going on That's scary. yeah he called the cop the cops he called the the doctor and said hey my wife she's been acting a little strange and da 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 and yeah bro apparently she had some sort they prescribed like psychosis medication to Damn. her so it's like that's tough they don't know what's going yeah, that, on bro well that and then from what I'm hearing from folks that we don't know personally, but like family, friends, um, relearning how to walk, yeah. you know, relearning how to talk after you've had that, that breathing contraption, helping you breathe for a month in the hospital. Like, like all these things that people don't, you know, I feel like they're not, I, I wouldn't want to share all that information either. But I think there's so many things that, that people need to understand. Like, yeah, we can survive. Yes, you, you might not die from it. 
but depending on your age range. But there are other things that you will have to deal with as, as consequences, you know, and I think that's the scary part because again, like you don't know for like, hopefully you're the one that it doesn't hit you that hard. It's not as bad if it hits you at all. Right. But God forbid you're one of those extreme cases like this, this cat that passed away. He's only a couple of years older than me. You know, I'm about to be 41. This cat was no more than 45 years old and he passed away. So I think the, those statistics that we saw early on, like, I feel like the reality is you never know in why put yourself at risk and find out the hard way, you know, just be responsible. If you need to go out, wear your mask. If you're not feeling good, stay at home. I guess it's simple. pretty simple. Simple. You know, don't, don't try to be too cool for school and not wear a mask or be rebellious and like you need to go out, have a party. Like do you hear like out in the South? This is so backwards, man. Invitations to parties. COVID parties, bro. Right? You and get COVID, who, who catches you it win. first? What do you win though? You, you might die. Why are you trying to, like what? That is wild. That is wild. That is the time we live in, bro. <laughs> I don't oh, know what's man. going on in the South. Then, oh, man, them, them, them dudes are crazy down there. <laughs> I mean, if you go to that party, maybe you you deserve what you get. Yeah. You know, because I'm pretty certain. Tu champion. I'm pretty sure, though, like, it's not just one winner. You know? I mean, I guess you win if you're the first one confirmed. But what about, like, the other 10 homies that got sick, too? And how much you winning, though? <laughs> right? How, how much That's you other <laughs> What do you win exactly? Is it money? Do people or put like in money? Just, is there like oh, a pony? A trophy. Up? They get a trophy. Ah, a trophy. Let's call Blackies across the street. And get them some freaking. Get them to open up real quick. Oh, it's yeah, crazy. I don't it, know. Chicle, it's a crazy time. Yeah, you've scared me. I want to wrap this up. I want to get you home. Take yeah, a shower. You know what we need to do <laughs> is, is keep pushing yourself. Get out of your comfort zone in a good way by pushing yourself physically, mentally. Read exercise, yeah. all that good stuff, and get involved. I think this is an opportunity for us to get involved. Elections are coming. I mean... I don't want to be here in the elections. You, you see I all that stuff happening? We can't leave, though, because then it's only going to get worse. We got to stay. I want to vote and then like take a vacation. Yeah. But I, I think, hey, like keep talking to friends. I don't know if we got any messages this week, but the hotline is the there. The COVID hotline has been quiet, bro. No one's yeah. calling. Seven to eight, Talk to us. Let us know what you're thinking. Did you apply? Did you, what'd you do? You know, but I think we need to get involved, even just having these conversations. Have these conversations. What can you do? What What do you do? Um, I think that's valuable. It's funny you say that. Um, talk to my mom a lot. I'm a mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy. But in, a, in like that way where it's like, there's a lot of uh, her and me. And, and, and I tell her, she's like, why do you like do this, do that? Like, you you shoulder a lot of the weight on on everything you do, and it's overwhelming. Don't you think you're you're overwhelmed with stress? Da, da, da. And I told her, yeah, I'm gonna go on a 50 mile bike ride <laughs> on Sunday. And she's like, pero por qué, mijo? I mean, that doesn't make sense. And I told her, you know what? If I'm not pushing myself like out of my comfort zone, then what's the point? You know, yeah. I I don't want to just be like wake up, work, businesses, home, family rinse repeat you know like every now and then i gotta push myself out of my comfort zone to do to. some unnecessary shit 50 miles on a bike ride 
complete unnecessary shit. Yeah. There's no, there's no valid yeah, reason. I'm not to go a, that extreme. I'm not, I'm not training for a race. I'm not a professional cyclist. You know, I value my ass, and I don't want it to hurt. I you know? know. You know what I'm saying? And then the redistricting committee, like, why? Why am I going to do that? You know, it's like it's out of my comfort zone. I'm going to put myself, I probably in a, under a spotlight, under a microscope. Maybe you know, like. Why is he doing that? Small yeah. business owner from the West Side doesn't want to allocate such and such here, wants to do it. Eh, it's like, but maybe it, I but have it, to. But it could also be, and I feel like that's all, maybe that's part of our problem is we always go to that instead of like, hey, look at that guy. He's a small business owner from the West Side. Like, yeah, I could do that too, you know? And I feel like that's that's the other thing that we never consider, like, we we just go straight to the negative, but what about all the positive of, of seeing us out there? You know, seeing us getting involved, seeing us doing things like like we're already doing that. I think it's just taking that next step if you want to, you know, because I think, too, like I keep saying everyone, you have to, you have to. And I think do what you're comfortable yes. with. Start small, yes. you know, read a book. Mm. Talk, have that conversation that you know like you feel a little uncomfortable because i think too you know we always hear like oh we can't talk about politics we can't talk about religion hell yeah we can but, like we can we just need to learn to not get butt hurt and be respectful yeah you're not gonna agree on everything and that's okay but if we don't have those conversations that we can't make progress we're gonna be stuck in the same thing and be complaining about the same things 20 30 40 years from now i was talking to josh josh kemble came in and i told him man i'm living in the gray now you know it's no longer black and white anybody who wants to better situations you have to live in the gray you have to be willing to accept um some sort of critique on the way you think you have to be open-minded you have to hear the other person's perspective why do you think like that let like let me in well why why is it that you think like that why do you think like that about me like about my views, you know, you got to be in the gray. It's yeah. no longer black and white. It's no longer A against B. It's no longer you against me. It's like, hey, wait, why do you think like that? Like, tell tell me, well, like, really, why do you feel, sa, 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 you know? And I'll tell you why I feel this way. Yeah, you know. And then, you know, like, at least you're not being an asshole and just putting your hand on. You're like, nah, nah, nah. I don't want to hear it. Like, no, you don't agree with me. I ain't talking to you no more. It's over. We're yeah. done. It's like, you got to live in the gray now, you know? And the Venn diagram of life is like right down the middle, bro. That's where the decisions are made. That's where progress is had. Because if you're just surrounding yourself with like-minded people, you're running, you're, you're in a hamster wheel, man. You're just running in place, yeah. you know? Well, and it's comfortable. And and I think it's interesting, right? Because I, I think for part of your life, like that might be what you need. But I think if you want to keep evolving, then you have to push yourself, right? And I think- Having conversations is is one easy thing that we can all do, but it has to happen in a way that that is out of love and respect, you know. And and I think with the idea of how do we change things, because if we want change, then we have to be different too, you know. We have to change, and there's nothing wrong with that. You there's know? no coincidence that you and me are the same age, pretty much the same family background, pretty much from the same area, pretty, and we're both going through like the same things right now you know yeah. we're both going through the same like should we do this why should i do this you know it's like we have strong family support mm-hmm. we, we we believe strongly in what we believe in but you can talk to me you know it's i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna shut you out shut you down i mean it's no coincidence Chicle. yeah oh, that was fun 
Thank you. Thank you, man. You made me forget that my tooth was hurting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> then you go get that fixed, bro. No, no, oh, it's for another day, bro. It's for another <laughs> day. Pinche dentista, Leo Weenie. All right. <laughs> hey, call us. Give us a call. Ring, ring, ring. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a text. Something. Post. Is, is there anybody out there? Sale chicle. Take it easy, brother. I'll check you soon. Yes, thank you.